Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In hour number two of Fantasy Sports today, we're going to dive into the Major League Baseball scoreboard. We've got a lot of games getting underway. And, of course, those of you who need help in fantasy, you're in luck. Greg Jewett is going to join us coming up at 1.40 Eastern, and we'll discuss all the potential closers you can add in fantasy. How will this thing look a month from now? Fantasy Sports today, hour number two, starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Well hit down the left field line. Way back again. Oh, Unbelievable. Touchdown for three. Puts it in. Uh, Jordan Hicks having Tommy John surgery, as we suspected over the last couple days. He's going to be out for all of this year. He's going to be out for most of next year. Anybody in a dynasty league, I think that if you want to keep somebody for three years, then go ahead and keep them. But if you do not have deep rosters, it would be a goodbye, Jordan Hicks. Thank you for your contribution. I don't keep closers anyway, but if you did, how could you possibly keep a closer that is going to come back in July of 2019? It makes no sense. I would guess that a lot of below-average individuals, in terms of knowledge of baseball, would even know this weekend that the Yankees are playing the Red Sox in London. And this is a fantastic idea to grow the game. We're seeing it happen in all the sports. We saw football play in London. We're seeing the NBA play in different parts of the country, in China, overseas. Anything that can grow sports is phenomenal to do. But I just don't think that we know enough about these things right up until the point that they happen. Maybe that's part of it. All right, welcome back. Craig Mish with you here. It's hour number two of Fantasy Sports Today. If you're listening live online, thanks so much for being part of this show every day. 12 to 2 Eastern here on FNTSY. And, of course, on demand on all the different apps that you have an opportunity to listen in. My producer is Chris Pavona once again today. And uh, we'll go through some of the issues happening in baseball, in fantasy. I think we've touched on a a lot of non-baseball topics here on the show. It's a midweek time, you know, kind of mix up some other things. By the way, always you can call the show up, 844-843-6879. Brad Ziegler will be my co-host in hour number one tomorrow from 12 to 1240. At that point, we'll, I believe, have Felipe Vasquez of the Pittsburgh Pirates. So we are really stacked for the rest of the week. Talked about Jordan Hicks in the first hour. Greg Jew will join us. We'll talk some fantasy with him and talk about closers as well. Uh, also, so we have a number of games going on today. In fact, three games uh, set to get underway here in the next hour. White Sox, Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays, and Royals and Cleveland Indians. But I think that the big story of the fantasy day today is Tim Anderson of the Chicago White Sox. Now, 
Anderson has probably outperformed his ADP, but the problem is, is that this is the second player in fantasy that you drafted to get you 25, 30 steals that you don't know that you're going to get it anymore. The first, of course, was was Alberto Mondesi, who's placed on the injured list last week. But reports out of Chicago are saying that Anderson is in a walking boot. That's never good. This is not like the NFL with Ben Roethlisberger in his walking boot, okay? This is baseball. These guys go on the injured list. They don't play through this. And if he does, let me run down what you've missed in the first half of the season for Anderson. 317 batting average, phenomenal. 342 on base, excellent. We know he doesn't walk, so that means his, these numbers are going to come down still a little bit. Only seven walks against 59 strikeouts. But still, look at the first half he had. 11 home runs, 15 stolen bases, 14 doubles. That's big in a points league. 39 runs. That's nothing great. But still, that's a pace for 20 bombs, 70 runs driven in, 30 steals. That equals at the end of the season, even if his batting average falls 30 points to somebody that's going to be taken in the second round of a fantasy baseball draft. Yes. And at a pretty good position at short. Unfortunately, when you lose these kind of players, they're not easy to replace off the waiver wire. Like you're going to the wire and not finding anyone that's going to come close to putting this up because he plays that scarce position of shortstop. And so to me, that's one of the bigger stories out of the box today is to not have him in your lineup. But hopefully he'll be back in 10 days. You just never know with these sort of things. And who knows? Maybe he won't go on the injured list. That's certainly possible. In terms of today's games, when we come back, we'll kind of go into uh, some of the lineups and dive into it a little bit more. Will the Yankees be able to, to hit another home run today? 29 straight games with a home run. I look at that offense. They don't have Stanton. Of course, Stanton, the report this morning says he'll be out a couple days. You know, knowing Stanton, this is going to be a few days. But but either way, DJ LeMahieu was the one that got the ball started yesterday with the home run. They still have Judge, Sanchez, Voigt, Encarnacion, Didi, Hicks, Torres. This lineup is incredible. Can they take this thing 40 games into the season? Well, if they play the Blue Jays and Orioles over and over again, I certainly think there's a shot of that. I just I, I cannot believe what this lineup has looked like over the last month, and they've been able to win as many games as they have. In terms of fading today, if you're playing in DFS, Reynaldo Lopez on the mound, guys. ERA over six going up against the Red Sox, and I'll touch on the lineups for all these teams. White Sox, Red Sox at 105 Eastern. Blue Jays, Yankees at 105 Eastern. Royals and Indians at 110 Eastern. Those are the three games that I'll have updates on the live version here of Fantasy Sports Today coming up a little bit. I did go last night to the Marlins-Washington Nationals game, and it was a dud. Max Scherzer dominated Miami for, I believe it was eight innings and came out of the game, his comments afterward was, there's nobody in the stands, there's no atmosphere whatsoever, so you got to really focus. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it the opposite? Like, some of these guys would be like, yeah, you get distracted by all the fans yelling. Scherzer's like, you have to be focused with no fans there. Interesting. Interesting take on that. I hadn't heard that one before. Always seems like the Nationals are poking holes in Miami. 
couple months ago they said that they were shadows they couldn't see. Come on, guys, just play the game. All right, we'll take a quick timeout, our first timeout here of hour number two on the show. We'll come back, dive into some of the games today. Also, the big game tonight, College World Series, Vanderbilt, Michigan. You guys probably aren't all that interested in it, but it's pretty cool that they're going to have a best of three play out tonight for the title. We'll be back with more fantasy sports today in a couple of minutes. Don't go away. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 right, welcome back Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here on the show. We're here till 2 o'clock Eastern, full-time fantasy. We'll take over at that point. Thank you guys for subscribing, liking the podcast. I see all the comments. Appreciate that. For those of you who are listening to me on demand, that is very cool. Let's get back to some of the discussion here. And uh, I I will be locked in tonight, probably for different reasons than, than you guys will a little bit. But as you know, I cover the Miami Marlins. And you can subscribe to my podcast, by the way, at Swings and Mishes on Twitter, swingsandmishes.com. And one of the players who's playing in this game tonight was the fourth pick overall in in, uh, in the draft. His name's J.J. Bladé. plays for Vanderbilt. 
I told you guys a couple weeks ago about uh, Kumar Rocker, starting pitcher for Vanderbilt, who struck out, I, I think it was 19 or some crazy number, struck out 11 last night. So he helped Vanderbilt get to the championship, but they're going to need a lot tonight against Michigan. So they'll play that one out for the College World Series title. And that'll be a cool thing to watch. I'll be uh, tuned into that as well as the Marlins. I'm going to stay home tonight, by the way. No baseball for me uh, away from home. Going to just uh, make this a, a home Craig Mish start <laughs> in being at home in person. Got to do it tonight. The wife has a, an event. Bavona can sh- certainly speak to that. Wife going out tonight. I got to watch the kids, so I'm home. Uh, real quick, one thing in the NFL a rare football discussion for me in June, but let's let's spend a minute or two on this. Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, the favorite to win the NFL MVP, the Westgate Superbook has the odds now to win the MVP. I I would not bore you with going through all 50 of the names, but I would tell you that Mahomes is 4 to 1. It's interesting because the Chiefs are probably going to go into the season looking way different than they did on offense last year. And Kareem Hunt is no longer there. We don't, I don't think Tyreek Hill is going to be playing with the Chiefs at least at the beginning of the season. So I'm curious on this one. I think that there's an opportunity to take maybe somebody outside the box to potentially win the MVP. But you can find these odds certainly online. And as we get closer to the NFL season, we'll definitely dive in more to the wagering aspect of this that is for sure the all-star game finalists have been announced and they'll play this one in cleveland in a couple of weeks on a tuesday night and during that time i will be in uh in new york i believe broadcasting uh either at the studio or or close to it we're we're still kind of working that out right now but that's going to be pretty cool let me go through some of the possibilities, the American League finalists at catcher, which you can vote right now online, Robinson Chirinos of the Astros, James McCann of the White Sox, Gary Sanchez of the Yankees. Obviously, Sanchez will win that vote. The NL catcher is either Wilson Contreras, Yasmani Grandal, or Brian McCann. McCann, clearly from a popularity standpoint, is the reason why he's in there. I would expect Contreras to be the starter. Grandal will probably make the team. Don't think McCann will. First base in the American League is between C.J. Crone of the Twins, Carlos Santana of the Indians, and Luke Voigt of the Yankees. The NL, the best player in the NL has been Josh Bell, but I don't know that he'll win the vote. But it's between Josh Bell, Freddie Freeman, and Anthony Rizzo. All three have been fantasy stars. Uh, Second base is the intriguing one in the American League, right? Jose Altuve, of course, is getting the votes. But he missed a lot of the season with an injury. Tommy LaStella is in the conversation uh, because of the year that he's had. And then DJ LeMayhew, who's been phenomenal for the Yankees, I think has a good shot there. For the NL, the three second basemen are Ozzie Albies, who's had a great year. Cattell Marte, who's been phenomenal. And Mike Moustakas of the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm curious to see how that one works out. Carlos Correa of the Astros, broken rib and all. Jorge Polanco of the Twins, Gleyber Torres of the Yankees at short. In the NL at short, Javier Baez of the Cubs, Trevor Story of the Rockies, who I don't think will be able to play in this game. And then Dansby Swanson of the Atlanta Braves. They are the finalists there. At third base, how did this happen? Alex Bregman of the Astros, who will end up being the starter. We won't have to worry about that. Hunter Dozier of the Royals. And then Giovanni Urshela of the Yankees is in the mix at third base. 
He will not be there. I would not worry about that. Uh, in the NL, it's Arenado, Bryant, and Donaldson, all three studs, all three stars, and that'll be a curious vote to see how that works out this weekend. As far as the outfield is concerned in the AL, we have Mookie Betts, Michael Brantley, Joey Gallo, Aaron Judge, Austin Meadows, Josh Reddick, Eddie Rosario, George Springer, and Mike Trout. And the deserving players are going to be different than the voted-in players, that's for sure. The deserving players always start with Trout, but beyond that, probably Michael Brantley is the second most deserving outfielder, perhaps Austin Meadows the third. In the NL, Acuna, Almora of the Cubs, Bellinger, Blackman, Hayward, Markakis, Jock Peterson, Schwarber, Yelich. This is an easy one in the NL. It is Yelich, it is uh, Bellinger, and I would say it is probably Acuna or Blackman for the third, but all four of those guys will uh, get in the game for sure. And in the American League, because they're playing this game in Cleveland, they get the DH, and so it's between these three, Nelson Cruz, J.D. Martinez, and Hunter Pence. Pence on the injured list, so I'm not sure if he'll be able to even play in this game. J.D. Martinez having a really good year. Not quite the year that he had last year, but still a really good year. And then Nelson Cruz of the Twins. I think the Twins are going to end up with a few extra players in this game than people than people think. I'll be curious to see how these uh, end up working out. Uh, interesting move here for the Diamondbacks. Zach Buchanan of The Athletic reporting that they're calling up their uh, one of their pitching prospects, Alex Young. He's going to make his major league debut tomorrow against the Giants. He isn't even ranked in their top 30, so probably somebody to ignore. And also, good news, if for some reason you drafted Jake Lamb at the beginning of the season, the Diamondbacks activated him off the 10-day injured list. So he could certainly play first. He could play a little third. It just depends on how they're going to end up using him. Christian Walker really had a promising first half, but I would assume that especially against right-handed pitching, you're going to see some of Jake Lamb now get back into the mix. John Means of the Baltimore Orioles is back for them. His ERA 2.67 on the season. He was on the injured list with a strained left shoulder. This could be innings management. Who knows? No rehab start for him. And he'll uh, end up starting this weekend for Baltimore. Uh it looks like Lurie Garcia moves to center fe- from center field. He's going to play shortstop. That's interesting for the White Sox with Tim Anderson out. Garcia has been pretty good in the outfield. Now they're moving him to the infield. New center fielder for the White Sox could be Charlie Tilson. He's had some opportunities before he hasn't really come through. Ryan Cordell is an interesting name there as well to keep an eye on. Uh, also news on Carlos Carrasco. Cleveland Plain Dealer reporting he played catch on Monday. That's at least a good sign. But because it's a medical issue, they can't talk about it, so we don't know. And Corey Kluber looks like he could resume a throwing program. He had a non-displaced fracture of his uh, arm. I was at that game in person when he got hit by that line drive. And so maybe Kluber could come back sometime in July for you. He'll have to be built up and go on a rehab assignment. That covers all the injury news of the day. And some of the all-star discussion of the day. When we come back, we'll go through the Major League Baseball scoreboard and lineups. As we continue here on Fantasy Sports Today, my name is Craig Mish. Don't forget, as always, follow me on Twitter at Craig Mish. You can follow us on Twitter at FNTSY Radio and on demand on Stitcher, iTunes, 
and the FNTSY app, among other places where you can hear your favorite podcasts. Also, don't forget, stay tuned coming up at the top of the hour. Adam Rodas and Dr. Roto are in on full-time fantasy. We'll take a short time out and be back in just a couple of minutes here on the show. Don't go away. Reason number 12 why you should own a Thermospas hot tub? They require no attachment to your home's plumbing. Thanks to the Thermospas unique built-in thermofiltration system that filters the water an incredible 144 times a day, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Call to receive your free DVD videos and brochure and find out how you can own a Thermospas hot tub for only a few dollars a day. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon, including free delivery, free chemicals, and a cash discount. And with models starting at $4,995, there will never be a better time to own a Thermospas hot tub. So call now and ask about this limited time offer. Call Thermospas today at 800-625-4922 for your free DVD videos and brochure that's 800-625-4922 thermospots hot tubs designed to improve your life call 800-625-4922 today to take advantage of zero percent apr financing have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here until 2 o'clock on the East Coast. Full-time fantasy takes over at that point. We got Greg Jewett talking closers coming up in 15 minutes from now, so stay tuned to that. Can't wait to really get into the discussion of uh, of fantasy and closures with him as well. 
And so I would say stay tuned for the rest of the show. You may learn something. That's uh, always fun to have that. Let's, uh, let's dive into what's going on in baseball today. So in the first inning of the White Sox-Red Sox game, Chris Sale hit Yoan Mankata by a pitch in the leg, and he came out of the game. That's really bad news considering the year that Mankata's been having. That's the bad news. The good news for the White Sox is they were able to post a three spot on sale in the first inning. So his ERA climbs back up to 3.83 for the time being. Gave up four hits in the first. And he also walked a batter. So in the middle of the first, the White Sox lead the Red Sox three to nothing. White Sox already playing without Tim Anderson and now without Yoan Mankata. Uh, other lineup uh, is uh, Lurie Garcia, Jose Abreu, McCann, Eloy Jimenez, John Jay, Jose Rondon, Ryan Cordell plays center, Charlie Tilson plays right. The Blue Jays are off to a 3 to nothing lead on the Yankees. One of the players I drafted at the beginning of the season and let go of when he went to the minors, which turns out to be a mistake, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., a three-run home run off James Paxton. Paxton in the first two walks and a hit as Toronto takes a surprising 3 to nothing lead on the New York Yankees, but of course with that offense the Yankees have, they could come back at any moment. Lineup for Toronto, Biggio, Guerrero, Guriel, Grichuk, Tellez, Teoscar Hernandez, Galvis, Drury, Danny Jansen. Yankees have DJ LeBehu, Aaron Judge, Sanchez, Voigt, Encarnacion, Gregorius, Hicks, Torres, Gardner. That's the Blue Jays and Yankees. They're underway right now in Kansas City, excuse me, in Cleveland. Uh, the Indians playing the Royals. Cleveland got a run in the first inning, a sacrifice from Jason Kipnis, who drove in his 30th run of the season. Trevor Bauer starts for KC, uh, for Cleveland, for KC. It's Jake Junis, and the score is 1-0. KC's lineup is Merrifield, Lopez, Cuthbert, Hunter Dozier, Soler, Duda, Humberto Artiaga, Cam Gallagher, and Billy Hamilton batting ninth for Cleveland. It is Lindor, Mercado, Santana, Kipnis, Jose Ramirez, Jake Bowers, Bobby Bradley, Roberto Perez, and Tyler Naquin. We've got a 3.05 Eastern game coming up between the Padres and Orioles, and we have lineups for both those teams, so we will go ahead and give them to you. Matt Strom starts for San Diego, and for Baltimore, it is Dylan Bundy. Strom 2-6 and six with a 4.85, Bundy 3-9 and nine with a 4.59. Tatis, Hosmer, Machado, Renfro, Reyes, Francisco Mejia at DH because they're in Baltimore. Greg Garcia plays second. Austin Hedges and Manny Margot in center. The Orioles lineup constantly changing at this point of the season. Hansler Alberto plays third because they have Renato Nunez at DH. Mancini bats second, then Nunez. Pedro Severino is their cleanup hitter. Wow. Anthony Santander is in left. VR is at second, batting sixth. Chris Davis in the lineup, batting seventh. Stevie Wilkerson is in center field, and Richie Martin is a shortstop, batting ninth. That's the Padres and Orioles. At 340 Eastern, we have lineups for the Dodgers and Diamondbacks. This will be the debut of Tony Gonsolin. Probably throw a no-hitter, knowing the way the Dodgers call up these guys, against uh, Taylor Clark for Arizona, and here are the lineups. Interestingly enough, L.A. goes with Jock Peterson leading off. That's no surprise. But then it is just lefty city. L.A. is stacking lefties like you stack your DFS lineups against the Diamondbacks. Peterson, Verdugo, Matt Beattie, 
Bellinger, and Muncie, all lefty, one through five, followed by Chris Taylor, Kiki Hernandez, Russell Martin, and then Gonsolid bats ninth. Diamondbacks today put Jake Lamb right back in the lineup, his first day off the injured list. Their lineup is Dyson, Locastro, Peralta, Eduardo Escobar, Lamb, Vargas, Nick Ahmed, Caleb Joseph, and Taylor Clark. That's a 340 Eastern game. In San Francisco at 345 Eastern, the Rockies will play the Giants. Herman Marquez, 7-3 with a 4.32. And Jeff Samarja, 4-6 with a 4.23 earned run average. The Giants lineup is out. It is Belt, the surprising Mike Estremski. Pablo Sandoval, Alex Dickerson in left. Stephen Vogt behind the plate. No posy today. Kevin Pilar. Brandon Crawford, Joe Panic, and Samarja bats ninth. I do not have a Rockies lineup as of yet. Rest of the scoreboard today, which includes only pitchers because no lineups. Most of the games are under the lights. Mets and Phillies. Jason Vargas starts for New York. He's three and five with a three point seven five. Nick Pavetta starts for Philly. He's four and two with a five point five four run average. The Nationals coming off their win last night against the Miami Marlins will face the rookie Zach Gallen tonight. Patrick Corbin is 6-5 and five with a 3.90 earned run average. Gallen, no record, 1.80 earned run average. Rangers won again last night. They're now seven games over 500. Starting to think about them maybe as buyers. Who knows at the deadline. Their best pitcher, Mike Miners, on the bump. 7-4 and four with a 2.52. Matt Boyd, who's the subject of some trade rumors for Detroit, he's 5-5 five and five with a 3.61. The A's and Cardinals will play today. It'll be Daniel Menken and Adam Wainwright. And if you kind of listen to what I said yesterday on the show with the Cardinals hitting, that fell true yesterday. They scored only thir- three runs in the second inning and no runs the rest of the game. So perhaps another opportunity with a streaming option with Daniel Menken, 1-1 with a 5.09. Wainwright, 5-6 with a 4.50 earned run average. It's a 7.15 Eastern game. 8.05, Keichel and Darvish are the starters. We'll see how Keichel does second time out. His ERA is 5.40, lost the first time. You Darvish, 2-3 with a 4.75. Reds and Angels, Tanner Roark against Jaime Berea. Berea's ERA is pushing 7. Roark, 5-6 and six with a 3.47. Rays and Twins, Charlie Morton, 8-1 and one with a 2.31. Jake Odorizzi, 10-3 with a 2.58. Clearly the best pitching line of the night, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Pirates have a pitcher that we don't know a lot about starting tonight, making his first start. Dario Agrazal, 24-year-old, starts against Framber Valdez, 8-10 Eastern. Valdez, 3-3 three three with a 3.61. Uh, earned run average. And then the Mariners and Brewers tonight. We still don't know who's pitching for the Brewers tonight, but the kid that we talked about a few days ago, Adrian Hauser, 26-year-old, he struck out 36 of 31 innings pitched, and they'll play that game at 8-10 Eastern, whatever Milwaukee is at home. It's always intriguing for me to see how they uh, end up doing. The Brewers are one of the best teams, obviously, hitting in the American League when they are at home. Swing for the fences, playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer user to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. Or become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS. 
If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. You'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and use some of the Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. I think it's interesting when you look at some of the teams in baseball that are beginning to fall out of it. As we dive into some of the possibilities for players being traded, this is just so much clearer than it had been in years past. As an example, the Tigers have lost five games in a row and are 26-48 and 48 on the season. No hope whatsoever. In fact, their run differential in the American League, second worst, minus 144. The Blue Jays are 22 games under. The Orioles are 35 games under 500. This was not something in the past that was so easy to identify. And now, just because of the struggles of some of these teams, it's really easy to look at it and, and kind of pick apart which are the players in fantasy that you can start to figure are going to be traded. In the NL West, the the Dodger, the uh, the Giants did win yesterday. They're ten games under already, minus ninety run differential. The Pirates are only six games back, so I'm not really willing to throw them or the Reds out. Cincinnati had that hot week last week, and then they lost three in a row. I think since Lenny Melnick came on the show last week and said the Reds are for real, they haven't won a game since. In fact, in that division, you have the Pirates 36 and 41, the Reds 36 and 41, St. Louis is only two games over, the Brewers are only five games over, the Cubs are only seven games over. This thing could come right down to the wire. What's interesting is there is some predicted regression for the Brewers. Their run differential is minus six, and somehow they just are just great at home, 24 and, uh, and 16. Never really quite understood how teams just could be better on the road than they are at home. That's been the deal with Miami this year. And it just shows you the inconsistency of some of these teams just trying to predict how they're going to end up doing, whether or not they're playing in front of their fans or not. Baseball has probably, I would say, the least important home field advantage of any of the major sports. We know what it is in the NBA and the NFL and even the NHL. But in baseball, it's just it's just not there. Teams usually will finish a few games over 500, but they don't dominate. Kind of like how Texas has this year. They've been fantastic. So here's what we'll do. We'll take a quick time out here on the show. When we come back, we'll talk to Greg Jewett, and we'll dive into the closer report over at Fantasy Alarm and FantasyAlarm.com. That's who Greg works for. And then we'll have some exit velocity and send it over to Full-Time Fantasy for their two-hour show. I'm Craig Mish. You're listening to FNTSY Radio, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners... Everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. 
We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. 400com Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com slash box today. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and inner city bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Craig Mish with you here on Fantasy Sports Today. And it's time to dive in a little bit to the closer report. Who better to do that with? With uh, Fantasy Alarm's Greg Jewett, lead fantasy baseball writer for Fantasy Alarm, also contributor to Rotographs. And he joins us now. We'll dive into some closers and... Really, the hardest part of the season, as it pertains to the bullpen, is now because there's going to be so much movement. So we'll get ahead of it with Greg. Greg, thanks for coming on the show. How are you? Uh, thanks for the kind words, and I'm doing all right. All right, so let, let let's kind of uh, you know update everyone with the top news, I guess, which is at this point it looks like Carlos Martinez is going to be in line to get the potential saves for the Cardinals, Greg, although I, I don't think you can rule out John Gant. It's funny, when we had Matt Sells on a few days ago, we were talking about that, um, and it did. It, it, I, I've always thought that Gant would be much better served to stay where he is, and they'll put somebody else in the ninth, but what do you make of Carlos Martinez's opportunity? Could could he stick? I mean, if he blows two saves, would they pull him? I'm, I'm not sure what to make of this one. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I think as fantasy owners, we forget. I, I'm pretty sure he's still only 27 years old. It just feels like he's been around for so long that that seems hard to believe. But 
you have to think with this injury to Hicks that they're going to give Martinez a run in the role just to see if he can handle it. Now, he's had the shoulder problems in the past, which is why he was kind of hoping to go back to the rotation, which I'm sure you're aware of. But um, Mm -hmm. all of these injuries and and the, you know, fungibility of the starting position with the Cardinals has uh, kind of forced him into the closer role. What I'm curious is, is, you know, they're saying he could do two inning outings at some point. Um, and just how much can he, you know, shoulder the bird, no pun intended, in this role? You know, he, he has worked back-to-back three times since returning from the injured list this year. Um, he did get five saves last September, but what we're kind of keeping an eye on is just he's, his swinging strike percentage this year is below 10%, which is less than optimal for somebody who relies on swings and misses to um, get out of the messes in ninth innings. And, you know, his strikeout rate's a little bit down, but he is trading that for a ground ball percentage north of 60%. So, you know, you don't want to say he's pitching the contact to be successful. However, we're just going to have to see, A, how much he can handle back-to-back, and I don't know if they would really extend him to three days in a row. Um, and But, you know, Gant's versatility and ability to be, and he's been, I don't know if Matt said it, but him and I have talked off air about Camp being just the MVP of that bullpen this year with the seven wins and the 10 holds and his ability just to kind of go in and put out fires when necessary. um, Is is that something we're going to have to watch? Yeah, Greg, I would say Gant's the MVP of the Cardinals, uh, not not just the bullpen. He's he's been their uh, their most reliable player all around for sure. Uh, When at the beginning of the season, when we were talking about those reliable closers, uh, Greg, you know, virtually either the first, second or third closer off the board, was Oakland's Blake Trinan, and it looks like he's down for at least a, a short period of time. We really don't know. What, what do you make of that situation? That's like a non-replaceable guy at this point. Yeah, and that's something we really have to pay attention to because it's funny you mention that. Al Melchior and I, we text back and forth a lot, working on the bullpen report together in, in our years at fan at FanRag, and I, I was telling him a month and a half ago, I'm like, something's off with trying, and I, I don't know if it's a release point, if it's a health issue, but he just doesn't seem right, especially with the inflated whip and traffic on the bases this year. He just didn't seem to trust um, his stuff from last year. His ground ball rate plunged, and then the, the reports finally surfaced that, you know, with the with the strain rotator cuff, and we just don't know how he's going to respond to treatment and if he will actually able to – come back and reclaim the glory. So um, one of I heard John Smoltz say one time on a Fox broadcast that the most tired he was was the year after he was the closer for the Braves and tried to go back to the rotation. He said that was more taxing on his body than working as a starting pitcher. I'd love to delve into that with him further, but, you know, we see these guys continue to break down after these elite seasons, and it makes it so hard to invest in a top-two closer in drafts. Yeah, we're talking to Greg Jewett, Fantasy Alarm. He covers closers. He has the closer chart, which is always very useful. You can follow him on Twitter at GJJewett7, and he posts that for you right there. Will Smith got his 21st save. I don't think he'll be on the Giants a month from now, which would really be a shame, Greg. He's playing in the perfect spot. He was really good for them last year, but with the Giants not competing, it just doesn't make sense to have that kind of arm in the bullpen, so... Let's let's dive into now some future situations here. What happens if Smith is traded? I would assume he's not the closer wherever he ends up, given he's lefty. Maybe you see that differently. And what would happen in San Francisco, a team that even though they're not very good because of the park they play in, close games and wins usually equal saves. 
Yeah, it's funny. The Giants bullpen, when um, Matt Sells and I worked on that metric for fantasy alarm, they've been in the top bullpen the last two weeks when we've run the numbers on Sundays. He hasn't run them yet this week, but, you know, they do have kind of a deep bullpen. I thought that they were going to look at Reyes Moranza as a guy of the future, but it just feels like if they do and, and when they should trade Will Smith, um, it, it couldn't end up being Sam Dyson. And as much as fantasy owners don't like him and he's not really exciting, he is pitching a very good season and they seem to prefer Tony Watson in the eighth inning. So I really don't see him graduating to the ninth. So, uh, you know, it's not anyone that's going to raise the excitement meter, but Dyson probably would be, but I'd like to see Moranta get up there. I thought Ray Black was going to be a dark horse in his bullpen, but he's kind of struggled with injuries and been working in AAA. I just don't think he would be enough on the horizon to, to make a ripple. And as for Smith, I think fantasy owners would really hope he would go to Minnesota because they could get him in the ninth and put Taylor Rogers back into uh, the role we were talking about with John Gant and that bullpen and kind of extended and make it deeper. I think that's probably one of the only teams where he would remain the closer if he gets dealt. We're talking to Greg Jewett of the Fantasy Alarm, and his closer chart is something that you want to pay attention to to help you in fantasy baseball. Kansas City uh, are going to be among many teams that could potentially trade their guy, Ian Kennedy. They've kind of gotten back and forth. And let's be honest, Greg, they don't win a lot of games. So when they get save opportunities, we've got to monitor that. So uh, let's touch on them. And then if you could move over to Tampa's situation at this point. Do you think that the Rays end up uh, keeping Pagan in there or Alvarez, or, or do they add somebody at this point? So those two situations, Kansas City and Tampa in the American League. You would think Kansas City has got to be showcasing Kennedy. He's actually converted his last eight saves in a row, and, it, and it's funny you mention that because on a podcast uh, with Colby Connolly, I was like, would you rather have Kennedy or one of the Red Sox guys? And he said the Red Sox still, and I said, you know what, as much as I hate to say it, at least Kennedy, we know his role. So, um, you know, he – He's been clean in June, 8.1 uh, scoreless innings with a, I don't know, excuse me, I think he's going to have one and run maybe, but 12 to one strikeout to walk ratio. He's really kind of adjusted to the bullpen. So as a setup piece and a, and a contender as possible, I'm still hoping or holding out hope that either Kyle Zimmer or Lovelady would resurface in the second half, and maybe make a dent in his bullpen because nobody wants Wiley Peralta. Uh, one on interesting arm too is Kevin McCarthy's been pitching better. Uh, for them, so he can end up maybe elevating if Kennedy gets dealt or Scott Barlow. So there's a lot of moving pieces in the Royals. As to Tampa Bay, I still can't get any read on what's going on with Jose Alvarez. You know, he's back yeah, in Venezuela, either. but he's, you know, kind of working off of the radar. I don't know if they were hiding an injury or if something was going on because his mechanics were way out of whack before he left with the with the family issues. Uh, Emilio Pagan's really been the rock in that bullpen, kind of like Gant's been for the Cardinals. So I think in the short term, it could be Pagan. And it's really never been the Rays' M.O. to go out and add a big reliever. I know, you know, people are speculating on maybe they'd sign Cody Allen or try and get one. Maybe they'll re-sign Boxberger, who just got dropped. But uh, for now, I think Pagan kind of gets a, a nice sneak preview to the All-Star break to see what he can do in that role. Greg, let's uh, stay in the division with Kansas City and move over to Detroit. If Shane Green is traded, I assume he will be for sure on, on July 31st. His his pedigree has been phenomenal. He's had a great, great year. Uh, I don't see him as a closer wherever he goes, but the backup options are kind of guys that we thought may end up being closers there, never really got the opportunity. 
Jimenez, Alcantara, who do you think gets saves for Detroit? Is it even worth speculating on Detroit? How many games will they win in August and September? Well, I think you touch upon a great point there. I don't know. I would really want to be tracking what Zach Houston's doing in the minors. I know it's somebody Emily Walden's been big on as a bullpen future piece for them. And, and as you touched on, Jimenez and Alcantara have just been so bad that I don't think I would want to add them to any team for they would do more damage to your ratios than they would do benefit on your saves. So that'd be a name I tuck away and maybe see if they do a one of those converted starters to the thing like an Ian Kennedy guy after the deals if they pick up like a, a failed starter in a trade for Green. But maybe a piece comes back in a deal for Green for a future arm. So we would have to really see what the moving pieces were. But yes, I agree. If it, the, the sell high window on Green's expiring rapidly. For sure. Uh, okay, so Greg, what did I miss here? Give me, give me one uh, closing situation that is worth noting at this point. Uh, look, we're going to hear rumors of Vas Felipe Vasquez of the Pirates maybe being moved. Of course, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of these rumors. We don't know that they're going to happen. But what is another closing monitor situation that we should have at this point? Uh, I think we're kind of watching what the Reds are going to do with Iglesias leading up to the trade deadline. He kind of voiced earlier in the season that he wasn't happy on how he was being used. He kind of wants to be a traditional closer, um, and he hasn't had a save, I believe, uh, since June 9th was his last mm. save for the Cincinnati. So, you know, we remember that little that little uh, small um, sample when Lorenzen got back-to-back saves against Milwaukee to keep Iglesias away from lefties. He's really struggled with left-handed batters this year, giving up four home runs to him, and he has a Woba, uh, I believe, of almost 350 against left-handed batters, so maybe a fresh start somewhere. I know Boston's been interested in him in the past, so maybe that makes a lot of sense if they decide they're going to push the chips in and, and go for it again with that division. I mean, the, the wild card's a 14 tie right now, so I'd be watching Cincinnati, and if that happens, that could give Lorenzen a little run, and he might even share the role eventually with Amir Garrett, who's been really, really good this year. Yeah, I, we we talked a little bit about that before with Iglesias, and I and I think you're right. He wants to be the closer. I, I don't know that he'll have a choice if he goes somewhere else. He has a good spot in Cincinnati. Uh, okay, Greg, before we go, uh, your work over at Fantasy Alarm, give us a quick update as to what people can find uh, in terms of the closer chart. we got about a minute to go, if you could give us a summary. Sure. The, the closing chart, I kind of run on my own. That's a, a live Google Doc, and I, I try and up that every day, um, sometimes by the minute if, I, if a news hit becomes by and I can pop in there and get it. Um, on the Fantasy Alarm, Matt Sells and I introduced a, uh, a relief pitcher metric where we use a lot of the win probability stuff on fan graphs. It's kind of more reflective than predictive right now, but it's a great way to see who the best pitcher and bullpens are, especially when the trade season hits and we can identify guys in high leverage and another sleeper in St. Louis could be Giovanni Gallegos. I wouldn't really I talk about him, but yeah. he's been fantastic. If anything happened to Martinez, there's, there's a chance he could elevate into that role too. So people in 15 teams leagues or deeper definitely want to keep an eye on, on him and his high strike uh, strikeout rates. So, yeah. uh, and, mm-hmm. and I'm on fantasy alarm. I also do the behind the breakout each week. This week was Pete Alonzo just on the power and how he's already out distance all of his projections in early season. So thanks for having me on Craig. And I appreciate it. Of course, Greg. Yeah, I added Gallegos in my NLs, so hopefully that'll... Uh, you never know, but hopefully that'll pay off at some point. Uh, Greg, thank you so much, man. We'll catch up again soon when we need uh, some more closer info, no doubt, okay? I look forward to it. Thank you, Greg. All right, Greg Jewett joining us here from Fantasy Alarm. Coming up next, it's time for a little exit velocity as we end our show here on the midweek version on Wednesday. Don't forget, tomorrow on our program, we're going to have 
former closer of the Diamondbacks, A's, and Marlins, Brad Ziegler, will be on our show from 12 to 1240 Eastern. And then, of course, we'll dive into the schedule. And usually Thursday's a fun day to kind of start reflecting on the week before we head toward the weekend. So our timeout, our final timeout is upon us here on FST. We'll do that now. I'll come back with some exit velocity, and then we'll send it over to full-time fantasy at the top of the hour. I'm Craig Mish. Don't go away. Plenty more to come. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher, and it burns, burns, burns. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the 8th Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Our final segment here on the show. The Dodgers have sent Will Smith 
their young prospect that came up and hit a walk-off over the weekend down to the minor leagues. Dave Roberts saying that they want to get him some more playing time. So, unfortunately, if you added him over the weekend, you can forget it, at least for the time being. He is uh, he is gone. And uh, coming up, full-time fantasy. We'll have updates on all the scores and everything going on in the world of fantasy baseball. But... Before we get out of here, we got to do one more little piece of business. As you guys know, we always end the show this way with a little exit velocity. I feel the need, the need for speed. Exit velocity. Nice velocity. All right, a little exit velocity, and, and look, there's only one way to end the show today. If we have exit velocity, we got to talk about it, and we do. The Yankees have done it again. Another home run. D.D. Gregorius with this one. That makes 29 straight games with a home run uh, from the New York Yankees. 29 games in a row. Forget about being shut out. 29 games in a row. Like, they score and they hit home runs. Pretty bland take here at the end of the show, honestly, for exit velocity. But I just can't believe this streak. Like, how long is this going to go on? 50 games? 100 games? They came out last week, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, and said that the pill inside the ball is a little bit different, causing some drag, whatever that means. I have no idea. Not educated enough to do that. But I got to say this. We're going to have to be really careful next year in fantasy, making the assumption that exactly what happened this year is going to happen next year? What if baseball decides to adjust the baseball to make it less powerful next year? Then what do we do? Everyone's going to go into the year assuming that everyone's going to hit 40 home runs, and they're not. That could get messy as well. And that is our exit velocity segment for the day. want to thank Chris Bavona once again, our producer here on this show. Also want to thank our guests, Gray Albright of Razball.com. And Greg Jewett of FantasyAlarm.com. We'll be back tomorrow. Brad Ziegler will be in the house. We'll mix in some baseball, perhaps a little football topics with him. And uh, and then we'll close out the week on Friday, as we always do. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Full-time fantasy is next. I'm Craig Mish, wishing you a great day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow at noon. See ya.